Hi, welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We're very glad you're joining us today and we hope this message inspires you, builds your faith and encourages you in the things of God. Enjoy the message. I made up a great title for tonight. You're going to love this. This is, this is, this is original. Hope is to life is my title tonight. <laughs> I have to be honest. I didn't make it up. It's completely plagiarized. If you don't know Jerry D uh, and his ministry, then you need to look him up. But he made up that title, so I have completely plagiarized it. With permission, I will add, uh, but I just thought the title was so good, I, I couldn't not apply it to, to the message tonight. Uh, I think the best compliment you give somebody is to plagiarize their stuff, isn't it? <laughs> so if there's any, if there's any return on uh, financially or anything, Jerry, we'll, we'll share it out, okay? Um, so praise God that tonight, Hope is to Life is the title. Um, on Monday night in prayer, I was, I was quite moved with the report that came in from, from Carol Finn. She said that there was a 15-year-old child, I suppose, teenager, that she knew who took her life. This, this is a family that, that, that's known to Carol. And uh, I, was, I was quite taken with that and, and quite moved that, that a 15-year-old would, would do that. I, I don't know what the circumstances were, but, but this is what I know, is that, is that hopelessness is a killer. Hopelessness. Hopelessness is desperate. Hopelessness is, is, is so hard to carry. And, and brothers and sisters, we have to be so thankful tonight for the hope that we carry. You know, we, we just sang about it tonight. I don't know if you caught it. You know, the hope of, of resurrected life, the, the hope that we have of, of never being separated from the Lord or each other, for that matter. <laughs> never being separated. It's so good, brothers and sisters, so good. And we are so blessed. But, but I don't know what, what happened, that, that, that young girl. I don't know if there's a disappointment in, in a relationship or a difficult circumstance or, or somebody who's, who's not been very kind to her. or I don't know. But she took her life, and, and, and it's awful. And today... Um, today in Ireland, we have, in our education system, people are taught that, that they've just happened by chance. You know, that somehow, you know, molecules came together and proteins came together and made a soup, and out of that soup crawled some sort of animal, and, and, and by chance, we, we, we just appeared here. In essence, we're just a kind of an animal. Now, where's the hope in that? Where's the hope in that? Where, where's the value in that? Where's, where's the esteem for, for human beings in that? And where's the purpose, absolutely? It's awful. A modern word, world teaches us that our value as individuals comes from, from our wealth, or our success. You know, if, if you're able to, to make something business-wise and... and and accumulate money and possessions, then, then you're a success. You're a success. Or, or maybe, you know, it could be from physical beauty or your appearance. 
People get their hope from those things. Talent. You know, if you can, if you can get your talent uh, out there and, and, and be successful with talent, then you can have value. A value can come from wisdom or popularity. You know, the, the amount of likes on Facebook or the amount of followers that we have. And significance and value comes for a lot of people in the world from, from one of those areas. We try as human beings to excel in, in, in one or more of those, those areas. But the problem is, brothers and sisters, the problem is, is that in all of those areas of life, only a few can make it to the top. The rest of us have to, have to settle with, with mediocre in those areas that the, value, that, that the world esteems and gives value to. Only a few people can rise to the top, and when they get to the top, they're disappointed. And a lot of them take their lives and, and end up in, in a mess. They can only stay there for a moment because they have to retire or somebody more beautiful or talented comes along and takes their place. So the hopes that this world offers always disappoint. Always disappoint. And if we fail to achieve in those areas, then we're disappointed. And that disappointment can, can then lead to hopelessness. This world will always disappoint, brothers and sisters. will always disappoint. But tonight, we're going to talk about a greater hope. Hallelujah, we've sung about it already. A hope that God himself provides for us. It's lovely. You know, tonight, just before service, I was, I was chatting with, with Karina and we, we know that, that recently Karina lost her sister, passed away. But Karina's not without hope tonight. And her family is not without hope, even in the face of death. Because we have a greater hope than anything this world can offer. That's why I love your ministry, Jerry. That's why I love what, what you write about. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Don't get me wrong tonight. I'm not advocating that we should not attempt to be successful with our lives. <laughs> I'm not advocating that we shouldn't be healthy and have relationships and, and, uh, and dress nicely and so on. Just don't put your hope there. Don't put your hope there. Have a greater hope. Hope is a powerful thing in a person's life. Hope creates and sees a path where maybe there is no path. Hope, hope will find a path, will find a way. Hope sets values in a person's life. That hope that of, of what we want to achieve or what we want to do or, or that which we're, we're striving after sets the values that we then apply to our lives. Hope is very powerful, very powerful. Hope gives patience where there is no patience. 
You know, we're waiting for, for something that, that we need to happen. We will wait and wait and wait for that to, to come along. Hope gives persistence. When we are looking towards a desired outcome, we can persist with something. Hope climbs a mountain. I think of the young man who's, who's hoping for the love of a girl. He will climb Everest. And he'll achieve it. <laughs> but tonight, let, let's talk about the hope of a Christian. Hope, the word hope, is commonly used to mean a wish. That, that, that's, that's what the word means by hope, is, is I wish something would happen, I hope something would happen. But for us, it's something different. In the Bible, hope is a confident expectation of what God has promised. It's a confident expectation it's going to happen. We're expecting, not wishing. We're expecting this thing's coming. What, 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 what God has promised is coming, brothers and sisters. What we sang about tonight, it's coming or, or has already come. Hallelujah. Hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised. And the strength of that hope is God's faithfulness. The strength of that hope is God's faithfulness. He is faithful, brothers and sisters. Our hope can waver, but he's not unfaithful. He doesn't waver when our, when our hope wavers. He is faithful, hallelujah. D.L. Moody said this, as we, as we start to explore this hope, Dale Moody said this. He said, Surely it is not wrong for us to think and talk about heaven. I like to find out all I can about it. I expect to live there through all eternity. If I were going to dwell in any place in this country, if I were going to make it my home, I would inquire about its climate, about the neighbors I would have about everything, in fact, that I could learn concerning it. If soon you were going to emigrate, that is the way you would feel. Well, we're all going to emigrate, the Moody says. We're all going to emigrate in a very little while. We're going to spend eternity in another world. Is it not natural that we should look and listen and try to find out who is already there? <laughs> and what the route is to take. Brothers and sisters, we, we need to keep an eye on heaven. We need to keep an eye on this hope that we have, that God has given for us. He came, he purchased at his own cost a hope that is solid, that is secure, that, that, that we can get so much out of. Matthew Henry said this, he whose head is in heaven need not fear to put his feet into the grave. We don't have to fear death, brothers and sisters, because of this hope that we have. Hallelujah. It's, it's my observation that we tend to 
only talk about heaven whenever someone passes away, you know, at a funeral. But brothers and sisters, this hope that we have, it's, it's so much more than just a graveside, uh, a graveside comfort. It's so much more. This, this, this secure, confident expectation of glory sets our direction in life. It sets our values like we've discussed. It, it, it sets our patience levels. It sets our persistence levels. And when things go wrong, we, we draw strength from that hope that we've been given. So we must keep an eye and we must always keep, keep close to the hope that we have. It costs so much for the Lord to give us that hope and, 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 and die on the cross so that we could inherit this hope, inherit eternal life, inherit heaven. And then sometimes we don't even look at it. We don't treasure it enough. Maybe, maybe we have a certain amount of prosperity here in the West so we, we can set some of our hope levels or some of our hope expectations in the things of this world. But brothers and sisters, never lose, never, never take your eye off the eternal hope that we have, the greatest hope that we have, the one that will deliver us through to, to destinations that, that, that nothing in this world could take us to. The hope of heaven, hallelujah. Have you ever wondered what heaven will be like? I've pondered that. There's a story about a man and, and he arrived at the gates of heaven and somehow or other he arrived there with two suitcases. They were heavy suitcases. And Peter, this is not doctrine by the way, Peter was at the gates, that's not doctrinal either. <laughs> Peter, the story goes that Peter stopped them at the gates and asked, them, asked the man why he arrived with suitcases. Did he not know that you can't bring anything to heaven with you? The man said that he served God all his life and he had asked God if he could bring some things to heaven with him. So Peter said, okay, then what did you bring in your suitcases? So the man opened up the, the two suitcases and they were full of gold. Millions and millions of euros worth of gold. And Peter turned to him and said, so you brought some pavement with you? <laughs> you brought pavement because the streets are going to be of gold in heaven. Gold isn't worth much in heaven. <laughs> Revelation 21 verse 18 describes walls built of jasper and a city that was made of pure gold, clear as crystal. I don't understand all that. Each of the 12 foundations of the city were, were precious stones. The, the, you know, the Bible talks about us not understanding how great this hope is and how beautiful it is, how magnificent it is. So, so we have these descriptions in the Word of God that can't even describe to us what it's like, but it's describing the greatest treasures that we could think of the most beautiful things we could think of in, in our limited knowledge. What will heaven be like? We, we know something 
of the qualities of heaven. If you want to turn to Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, I love this scripture. Revelation 21, verse 3. It says, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, the home of God is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will remove all of their sorrows. Hallelujah. What, 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 a, what, a, what a lovely thought. No more sorrows, brothers and sisters. No more, no more disappointments up there. No more. No more sickness. No more broken relationships. And there will be no more death, hallelujah, or sorrow, or crying, or pain. That sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm suited for that type of environment. I'd love to live somewhere like that. For the old world and its evils are gone forever. Hallelujah. And it's hard for us to imagine a place like that with such beauty, magnificence, without pain, without sorrow. But that's where we're going, brothers and sisters. This is, this is up ahead. In a few years from now, we're all going to experience this. We're all going to walk in this. We're all going to enjoy it. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 says this, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. What, what can that be? Do you, do you ever ponder these things? What, what could it be? Could it be new colors? New tastes? Colors that you can taste? <laughs> Different animals, magnificent animals, Different dimensions. We, we live in three dimensions here. You could maybe talk about the spiritual dimension, maybe a fourth dimension, or, but, but maybe other dimensions of life. Angelic beings that, that we, can, we, we can't fathom. First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 5 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Hallelujah. This is no old car that's been left to us by, by the great aunt. This is, this, is, this is not just an old house that's been, been left to us, some old property. This, this is beyond our imaginations, brothers and sisters. The excitement of it. The, the, the bliss of it, not to mention just being in the presence of Jesus, just to see him, just to behold him, this, this Savior who, who loved us, who came, who, who will still we'll see the marks on his hands, to be in the presence of that overwhelming glory, that overwhelming love, brothers and sisters, 
to be in the sound of, of the heavenly hosts worshiping in, in harmonies that, that we, can't, we can't understand. Amazing. This is our hope. We will speak with him. It said that he will wipe away our tears. It's, he, he, he won't just be at a distance. It'll be up close and personal to some degree with Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Having him speak to us and dwell with us, be with us, worship him together, much as we've enjoyed here, being here on a Sunday morning and, and Wednesday night. What is that not going to be like to be with that host up there? It's one of, the, one of the things I love most in life is to worship. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'll come again and receive you to myself. We are going to be with him forever and ever. The bliss of it. Hallelujah. In six days, he created this universe. And he's preparing something for us that we can't fathom. We can't fathom. Let's talk a moment about our connection to this hope, our relationship to it, this hope of heaven, this, this being with Jesus. Do you know what the Bible says? It says we're already citizens of heaven. We're citizens of heaven. That's our home. That's where we belong. That's why we're uncomfortable here in this world. That's why we'll always be aliens and strangers. We don't quite fit with the values of this world and the, the, the economies of this world and, and the way this world is organized. We will always be different. Why? Because we are citizens of another place, a greater kingdom, a greater economy, citizens of heaven, brothers and sisters. That's what we are. That's our relationship to this hope. We already own it. We're citizens of it. Hallelujah. Citizens of heaven. That's why the earthly hopes that we talked about when, when we started, that's why they will never satisfy us, brothers and sisters. And if you're finding in your Christian walk as you, as you journey through, through life, if you find yourself dissatisfied, it's because too much of our treasure is in the things of this world. Too much of our time is invested there. And, and, and we, need to, we need to be investing in heaven, investing in our eternal future and keeping our eyes there because that hope will not disappoint. That hope will never let us down. It'll never give us a bad experience. We are different to everyone else in this world. As it says in 1 Peter 2.11, as I said, we're aliens and strangers. We are different, and we have to get used to that. It's one of the things that, that I heard Pastor Nick talk about when I came to Cork first, was that he, he told his kids, we're different. And we did that in our home. We always told our kids, we are different to everybody else. We're different. We have a different economy, a different way of approaching life, and a different hope brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. 
and that hope that we have in heaven creates a path through life. I know I, I like to be out in the water paddling or boating out in the water. I enjoy that. And if I just look at the front of the boat, I could be going around in circles. But what I need to do is set my direction on something that's in the distance, a rock or a cliff or, or a port or, or something like that. And if I set my eye on that in the distance, I can go in a straight line most of the time. <laughs> One arm stronger than the other for paddling, so you tend to curve. <laughs> but, but with my eye on that hope, that destination down the road in the distance, I can go for that and I can keep my course straight. And brothers and sisters, if we are going to be successful in our Christian walk, then we must keep our eyes on the hope that God is offering to us. Live for that. Live for that moment. Live, live for that destination. And then the things of this world won't knock you off course. And if they do knock you a bit, you'll, you'll write yourself straight away and you'll, you'll set your line for that hope. Get the long-term direction set for your life by the hope that is heaven, the hope of being with Jesus in that place, the hope of, of, of that eternity spent with him and with each other. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, let's get our course corrected. Sometimes, you know, with COVID, you know, we're, we're hoping for, the, just want to get out of COVID and we, we, we have, we have short-term goals and just things that we want to do. Brothers and sisters, keep the long-term direction. Keep the helm straight by keeping your eye on that hope which is down the road. Heaven. And let that course let that course for heaven set our values. Amen? Our values must be set by the values of heaven. What is it that is important when we get there? That's what we live for. That's what we live for. If we keep this hope in front of us and keep it close to us, then we will, we will, our values will be set by that. What do we value? We value Jesus. We value people. We value each other. We value the, the, the people that we love, the, even people that we don't, love, don't know or have no relationship to. All of a sudden, people are more important than things. And we also value ourselves in the right way because he values us. Hope gives us patience when there's troubles, when there's difficulties, we can hold on because the hope is coming. The hope is coming. And it will not disappoint because it's, it's all about his faithfulness to deliver. Hallelujah. I want to bring this to a close. Where's your hope placed tonight? Can we, for a moment, just consider those of you at home, consider tonight. What have you placed hope in? What are you hoping for? And I'm not saying that the temporary things that we don't, 
hope and those, but we have a, an overwhelming and over, uh, a greater hope that we must hold on to and allow that to set our course so that when the things of this world disappoint, as they inevitably will, we have a greater hope, lining us up, directing us, and encouraging us. Where's your hope placed tonight? Let's recalibrate, brothers and sisters. Let's recalibrate if we need to and place the right things at the top of the list. Maybe you're here tonight or maybe you're watching from home and, and you don't have the hope of heaven. You don't have a security that, that down the road for you there is that place called heaven. Maybe you don't know that. You know, there's, there's two ways to be a citizen of somewhere. One is that you have to be born there, and the other is that you have to have, have parents who are born there, and you can become a citizen of, of the country. And to, to be a citizen of heaven, you have to be born of the Spirit, born of heaven. And what happens is uh, the Holy Spirit will come in and you become a child of God. You become a child of heaven. You become a child belonging to Jesus. And that's how that hope is placed into our hearts. And if you're watching tonight and, and you've never done that, you can, you, you can give your life to Jesus. You can say, God, I don't want to live the way of this world anymore. I want to give my life to you and I want to be a citizen of heaven. My citizenship now is heavenish, not Irish. <laughs> I'm heavenish. I belong to heaven. And maybe you're watching tonight and, and, and you've never given yourself to Jesus in that way. Well, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you and he came to that cross so you and me could go to heaven, not at our cost, at his cost. We don't get heaven by doing something to earn it. It's a gift. It's a gift. And if, if tonight you have never invited Jesus into your life to be Lord of your life, and to give your future to him, then you can do that. You can talk to him. He, he's with you right now. And you can just say, Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to you and I want to offer you what's left of my life. I don't want to walk that old way anymore, th that hopeless way, because all the hopes of this world will let us down. I don't want to walk that way anymore, but I want to give my future, my life to you. And, and, and you, you speak to Jesus and you give your life to him and he'll come in and the Holy Spirit will come in and you'll know that you're a citizen of heaven. I know I'm a citizen of heaven. Not because I'm any better than anybody else, but because the Holy Spirit has come in and I'm, I'm forever changed. Born of the Spirit. John chapter 3, you can look it up. You have to be born again, born of the Spirit. And then you're a citizen of heaven. And that hope is assured for everyone who is a citizen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight, I, I want us to pray. Just send you a song to close, close out. I want us to pray. And uh, let's recalibrate, brothers and sisters. Let's recalibrate our lives. Let's, let's 
get back on to the hope that will bring us through maybe struggles that are ahead. I think we could be going into a difficult time as, as a church, not, not just this church, a church internationally. There's going to be times of persecution, difficulty, but we have a hope that will bring us, bring us home. Hallelujah. Lord God, Lord God, thank you, O oh God, that, oh Lord, you have come to us, Lord, in, in such an amazing way, Jesus. Lord, you have made yourself, Lord, known to us, O oh God. Lord, revealed to us, Lord, the, the plans, Lord, of eternity, O oh God. Oh, Lord, you came, Lord, and, oh, Lord, you went to that cross, Lord, Lord, so, so that me, Lord, a sinner, oh, God, Lord, that, that us, Lord, who are so failed, Lord, and corrupt, oh, God, Lord, that we, Lord, could become, Lord, citizens of heaven, Lord, where you dwell, Jesus. We could, we could have a stake in heaven, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we could, we could, we could own heaven, as it were, Oh, Lord, and, and we could, Lord, spend eternity with you, Jesus. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for that hope, oh God. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that, Lord, we, Lord, as, as your children, Lord, Lord, we would hold on to that, oh God. Lord, you would, Lord, make that hope, Lord, alive within us, Jesus. Lord, that we would set, Lord, our direction, Lord, our values, Lord. Oh, Lord, our patience levels, oh God. Oh, Lord, it would all, Lord, be defined, Lord. Oh, Lord, and, and calibrated, Lord, by you, by that hope, Jesus. We would live, Lord, by the values, Lord, of that kingdom that we belong to, Jesus. Oh, Father, Lord, and those, Lord, who have not yet become citizens of heaven, Lord, I pray, Lord, Lord, that as they, Lord, turn to you now, oh God, I pray, Lord, that they, oh Lord, would, would, would agree, oh God, they would step into, Lord, citizenship with, of heaven, Lord, they would, they would accept you, Lord, they would repent, Lord, they would turn away, Lord, Lord, from the old lifestyle, oh God, Lord, and give their lives to you, Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord, for these moments, Lord. In your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks for tuning in with us today. I hope you were blessed. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website www.corkchurch.com. Again, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. God bless.